0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap of Fightful here with a name you know. You've seen him here on Fightful before. You've seen him on Ring of Honor television. The last time you saw him here, he had about fifteen pounds more on him, though. Mm. Shane Taylor, how you doing, mm. man? You've got a—you've always had a mean streak, but it seemed like you've got a
1: chip on your shoulder lately. Man, first off, if we're going to talk chips on our shoulder, the fact that you referenced uh, my championship loss as the first thing you mentioned, that's, first off that's got to stop. I don't come in, you know what I mean? Come in, say hello, I speak cordial, and that's the first thing you want to start with? Come on, man, the disrespect. The disrespect. Well, I'd I'd be lying if I said
0: that I didn't see how... I don't want to say how you perform with a chip on your shoulder, because it does seem like you always are proving something. But we've seen some real motivation out of you. You're going face-to-face with anybody and everybody that you can get within an eye shot of right now.
1: I mean, mean, unfortunately, that's what I have to do. But at the same time, it's fortunate because that's what I operate best under. So if people are going to put my back against a wall, I say, great. Because now you're going to get the best and the baddest out of me. So um, they're they're doing it at their own peril. If I have to get loud and boisterous to prove a point, and that point is I'm one of the best, if not the best, in Ring of Honor right now, and I have been for the past two years, um, that's what I'm going to do.
0: So you you got in the face of the Briscoes, EC3, Mm -hmm. anybody you could. and. Yeah, I solicited questions for this, and it seems like there's at least some respect on his side of things because he straight up told me this. He said, despite our differences, I got up in the ROH bubble, and the only person up that early in the gym was Shane Taylor. Him and only him, and I respect that,
1: but he wants it, and he's going to get it. That's that's what he says to me. Listen, then I'm glad he thinks that way. The only thing that I would warn EC3 about, because we have known each other for a long time, but he was sort of on his way out of the Cleveland area as I was making my way in. So my advice to him was, do not think I'm that guy from 13 years ago, because if you do, I'm going to put you on your face just like I did everybody else. Um, the fact that he's there, and I might add that I was there in in the gym before EC3, you know what I mean? So great. You know, I'm glad he respects the work ethic. I'm glad he, you know, he is acknowledging that I can respect his path and the things that he's done in his career as well. But if he thinks for one second that that amount of respect that I have for him is in any way, shape or form going to stop me from whooping his ass, he's mistaken. He
0: He seemed to indicate that he must have been a giant inspiration to you coming from the Cleveland area as well.
1: first off okay let's let's get one thing straight i'm from cleveland a lot of the guys that ran in our circles are from cleveland he's from willoughby which is no disrespect to willoughby but it's not cleveland so while they may cheer for cleveland teams while they may root for that they are he doesn't have the same perspective that i have he didn't come exactly from where i came from so um to act like we're the same or act like we're from the same place is just disingenuous. Um, so when it comes to finding myself in any sort of situation, I feel as though I'll be able to adapt better than he would.
0: I was in Cleveland earlier this year for the first time. I actually, even as a longtime Cincinnati fan, enjoyed the city a lot. It was, it was wonderful even in January. I was very surprised. I spoke to Josh Prohibition there. And I asked, I was like, "Listen, I mean, you've got Shane Taylor, you've got EC3, the Miz, you've got Dolph Ziggler, you've got Johnny Gargano, all this influx of talent from that area," and he seemed to indicate to me that you have to be tough to live in Cleveland, whether it be the weather, whether it be disappointing fans, uh, like sports seasons and stuff that that tests your metal and your your, your mental uh, like your mental strength what mm-hmm. what do you see as one of the, the biggest things that produces so much talent out of
1: that area? Uh, and before I an, answer that, let, let's let not forget uh, Eric of uh, Viking Raiders fame. Oh, also yeah. From, um, man, it's, it, it's a combination of things, but it's also, it differs from person to person based on your experience, right? Like for us, yes, you've got the sports teams. Yes, you've got the cold. But for me and Eric specifically, right? Growing up where we did, there was crime, there's drugs, violence, gangs. So you have to be different mentally to survive that in the first place, let alone succeed and make it out of that environment. So it's very tough to explain to people who've never had to experience it, right? So you can have other people, right? Say you're from somewhere sunny, like Florida or California, like, yeah, your sports teams could lose but uh, it's okay. You can go out to the beach. It's all good. There is none of that in Cleveland. Like, <laughs> it's cold. It's gray. Your teams lose, and you've got to deal with all the BS that comes on top of it. It's like you just have to be built different to survive.
0: Let me tell you, when I was walking back to my hotel in January weather and I caught that breeze off the <laughs> off the water, I was like, take me back to Kentucky. I'm, like, I was not built for it. I was not ready for it. I was like, okay.
1: It's low key disrespectful, isn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like my grandmother grew up there, I went and saw her old house. It it was a wonderful trip for me. Awesome. Kong cut my hair. There were a lot of, it was a lot of mixed emotions, a lot of mixed emotions there, but coming to terms with the fact that Cleveland wasn't actually terrible after growing up a Cincinnati sports fan, it it was humbling. And I got to experience a lot of nice things there. I'm not surprised. So many tough people came from there.
1: Uh, Hold on. Be, be, before we gloss over the fact that Awesome Kong cut your hair, what happened there?
0: Uh, so I grew out my. Like
1: that wasn't a big deal, but.
0: I grew out my hair, so my hair was like down to here. I grew it out to donate to charity, and I hit up okay. AEW, and I was like, "Hey, let's do something with the Nightmare Collective Don't deal." It. And they brought me in, and Awesome Kong cut my hair, and it was actually the last night she was there, and they split up the group two hours later. So, oh damn, wrestling fans who who didn't like the Nightmare Collective. I broke them up. There you go, my hair. It's like Samson. That's revisionist history, but we'll move on. (laughs) So EC3 had mentioned the ROH bubble. ROH was very responsible with their talent. I I was setting up interviews and I was told, well, they're in the bubble. And actually, when I talked to Josh Woods, he couldn't do video because the Wi-Fi was so bad there. So you're in a bubble, Wi-Fi is (laughs) bad. Can't do a lot. What do you do? Obviously, you get up and go to the gym.
1: Right. Um, you got the gym. You got anything that you can do in your room. You know what I mean? Like, the wi- my Wi-Fi was fine um, when they're talking about doing different types of things. I guess it affects people differently depending on where you are. But uh, you watch a lot of TV. You play some games. You work out in, in, in your room or in the gym if you can, and... Just gonna go through it, man. Just gonna get through it.
0: So I mean, they they do that, which I was so happy to hear. Like normally right. I'd be like, oh bummer, I can't get video. But then I hear, okay, they're in a bubble. I'm, I'm like, great, because if if you guys aren't healthy, we don't have anybody to cover. We don't have anybody right. to talk about in wrestling. So I was very happy to see how responsible ROH was. Beyond that, I heard rave reviews from Ring of Honor talent about how they were treated during this pandemic and how they were taken care of during this pandemic. I had people that weren't even under contract that were booked for shows, and they said, yeah, Ring of Honor paid me for that show I didn't even do. What Mm -hmm. does that say to you that a company that you have been at odds with sometimes was willing to take care of
1: people? I mean, despite being at odds or not, I think you still have to give credit where it's due, and they've done a tremendous job of taking care of their talent uh paying them making sure that no layoffs happened you know if if things because all of this was outside of the talent's control right yeah. if it was up to the talent they would be there doing shows they would have made every date they would have done everything that they were supposed to do so it wouldn't really be fair to take it out on talent for something that's out of their hands right so to be able to a, a, to acknowledge that and to take care of that talent says a lot about uh where Ring of Honor is where they're going um and the mindset that they have in taking care of their talent.
0: Did you attend the meeting? I want to say it was maybe maybe a year ago. I've talked to a lot of wrestlers about it, where Ring of Honor flew in a whole lot of people, like almost all the roster, and said, tell us what you want. Tell us what you want to see changed. Tell us what you want to see adjusted. I think it was at the headquarters. But I've heard they've implemented a lot of these things.
1: Yeah, I mean, and that, and that goes to show you, uh, you know, once again, there's... This is why so many people, uh, again, I'll I'll give credit where it's due. This is why so many people that are in Ring of Honor like that environment as opposed to being in other places because it's not just some ruling body over you. You get to have input as to the direction of where everything is going. Um, And that says a lot about leadership at the top to be able to take those suggestions, implement what you can, and find avenues to continue to uh, strive to push the envelope forward and grow um and and grow the product
0: was there anything specific that you you wanted to see changed or wanted to see adjusted i know that some people i talked to said uh maybe change some of the colors around ringside because everything was the same color some people said mm. oh maybe new camera angles and they, they've implemented some of those
1: yeah i've 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 had i've had some suggestions uh none of which i'll i'll, I'll share publicly sure uh that's that's between me and, and leadership at the top. Um, there's some things that I've talked to them about recently, you know what I mean, that I'll also just keep close to the vest. But to be able to see the things that they have changed so, so far is great, uh, and I'm sure they're continuing to work on those things going forward. Uh, so we'll just continue to see what happens.
0: So I, you, this layoff has had you out of the ring for quite a while. When's the last time that you had a layoff quite like this? I've never had one in my
1: entire 13 years of of doing this. I've always stayed very active, um, stayed very busy. um, And with the ring of honor schedule that allows you to kind of be very uh, specific on any outside dates that you do take, which which is great. It saves, saves your body. uh, Also allows you to spend more time at home. Uh, So for me, you know, I, I have a set price on doing things if people can't meet that or don't want to meet meet that it's like it's fine i'll gladly stay home and be with my kids (laughs) and not take the extra abuse to my body i have i have no no qualms about that you know what i mean so that allows you to sort of have that leverage um and and for me getting back into it initially with the first bubble you get those nerves because you know you, you worry about ring rust and you worry about uh wind and things of that sort because no matter how much you work out no matter what 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 you do nothing replicates in ring stamina and cardio like being in ring so there's always going to be those nerves sort of when you come back like Man, that I forget how to wrestle or, yeah. or, 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 or...
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your
1: lawmakers, hands off, Call, clickgrainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ready to go, you know what I mean? So you'll always have have those, but once you get the first one out of of the way, it's like riding a bike again, and you go, oh, okay, I remember how to do this. It's all good.
0: You mentioned being selective of your independent dates. I've noticed maybe like once or twice a year when when results will pop up, I'll see the Jack Mm -hmm. Frost name back. What right. goes into your decision to do that, or is that something that's
1: requested? Um, that was years ago. And I've never seen. Uh, maybe there's another one out there somewhere. Uh, but that was super early in my career, and then once I transitioned into what I'm doing now, um, I've, I've never gone back. I've never gone back to it. So really, I yeah, it's never been never been requested at least from my knowledge by anybody and even if it was i probably wouldn't do it so so.
0: like when when your results pop like we get results that pop up all the time and i'll see like jack frost that's not you nope so that's even on your cage
1: match profile i think Uh, unless (laughs) unless they're taking stuff from like my first year in wrestling then oh no they're claiming that you're wrestling in like canada in
0: march of this year and i was like I was like, he. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that he went up to Quebec right before the pandemic. Yeah, nope, not me. I'm I'm glad you cleared that up because I have people that will message me and they'll say, "Hey, Shane wrestled this show," I think because Jack Frost is listed. And I was like, nope. I think that they just mixed it up and they attributed it to him because his name was under that like in 2007,
1: 2008, probably like a glitch or something. Probably, you know. what I mean, it's just like. Oh, well, did you see Tommy Smith? Like, well, there's probably yes. 8 million Tommy Smiths. You know what I mean? Like, so. There uh, was, there was Chris Mike, so yeah. Anybody, right, so anybody at, at, at Cage Match, if you're seeing that and it's post-2007, it's not me.
0: And I and I do love Cage Match. I use it for research purposes. And I remembered multiple people saying, hey, you should probably include this in your update. Shane Taylor, working Canada, <laughs> running, yeah. running up to Canada. And I was like think that's him
1: and i i love canada i i i would love to work work there more mac and and mac and mexico more in the uk more never been to japan but that's on the goal list you know what i mean like but no just not me well
0: i'm glad we cleared that up chris michaels who wrestled some in ovw and wcw WWF, he gets that a lot because there's a guy just like in the northeast and their profiles have basically just combined but this one is one that you haven't used in over a decade right and it's like, oh, no, man, it's just man. not me. <laughs> People, stop sending me those, please. Right. So uh, the last time that I saw you, I mentioned TV champion Toronto. That might have been the last time I saw you in person. That I mean, I, I love Toronto, beautiful city. But things mm-hmm. changed for you. You you told me you wanted to break the record. That didn't end up happening. And have right. you had a match air on ROH TV since then?
1: trying to think about it. And I, I, I can't say for sure that that's a yes, uh, so I'm not 100% sure. But no, I didn't beat the record. Um, Dragon Lee used the chain, beat me, never got a rematch, never, no reversal of the decision. You know, it, it's it's, and I find it hilarious that when I end up on the short end of the stick, there tends to be. No, no rematches, no referees running down to reverse the decisions, none of that. But let me sort of play within those rules and outsmart my opponent in that in that way. Then all of a sudden, they have all the technology in the world to sort of make the decision right. But that's a uh, it's a whole other story.
0: How do you feel about the fact that he's already over 300 days as champion, and it's under? I I don't want to say he could have helped it because he couldn't have helped it, but. Right. If those circumstances, if those circumstances had been different, and everything right. happened the way that it did, you're probably looking at the record in like a month or two because you wouldn't so have had saying? to defend it like, against. I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty obvious.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when I had the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, I was able to elevate it. And put on matches that people still talk about to this day. Um, And I think now, and again, he can't help it because he's stuck where he's at. Yeah. But now it's like almost a restart, right? So he's going to have to be able to get back first to defend it. I think he defended it, what, maybe maybe one time, maybe two. Um, And meanwhile, I had defended it 12 times in this amount of time, even less time, you know what I mean? So when When you talk about you know being the baddest champion you've ever seen it's not it's not just a moniker i i I live by that I work by that um and 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 you're seeing it now and man if if I was still the ring of honor world television champion now we'd be what damn near five hundred days as champion
0: yeah, it'd be over five hundred days it'd be five thirty I mean, it'd be five hundred and thirty so november you'd be. Breaking Jay Lethal's record.
1: See one one match, one match could have completely changed history. Damn.
0: Now I noticed that that around. I don't think that you had worked any matches in ROH in January or February before this happened. Were like how, what happened there? Like were you taking some time off? Was it just a, a matter of circumstance? Had had
1: the deal lapsed? What was going on there? There's no no time off. Uh, just how 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 things work and in, in scheduling things and making sure things were you know going the way that they were supposed to and just coincidentally just how things worked out um but you know it it was a blessing in in disguise really because all of this happened and i was able to um take some time off with everything going on heal up some injuries and um because again i just have i've never stopped in 13 years so able to heal those things things up get back to form and now you know he- heading into the last tv tapings and and the ones that we just had um fe- feeling the best that i felt in a long time uh, and i'm able to showcase that in 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 ring
0: so what you were doing during that period was beating Nick Gage, which was a match when I saw, I was like, oh, that's an interesting one. That's one that I'm going to want to check out, and it is online. Mm. How was that? I mean, you're, you're in there having some, some knockdown drag outs with some of the toughest dudes in the world, even outside of ROH. That's
1: that's what I live for. Nick Gage is an incredible fighter, an incredible pop-on. He knows exactly who he is. He knows exactly what his fan base wants to see from him. Um, and he sticks to that, you know what I mean? And let's not, there's, and there's things about guys like that too. Guys like Nick Gage, guys like Masada, where guys think one thing about them, but they have a very diverse repertoire of things. They're great wrestlers too. They just, they find that niche and they go with it. Like they just, they go all in with that. Um, so preparing for that, I, I knew that about Gage prior to not to sleep on, his technique or his ability wrestling wise, because that's not, he's not just, you know, violence and chairs and things that sort the guy's super well-rounded. Um, so being in there, being in the ring with him was great. Uh, fantastic match. Would love to do it again. Uh, as I'm sure he'd tell you. So, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome.
0: So when I see you face off with, uh, with the Briscoes, and I see EC3 there lurking in the background. I'm thinking, okay, if Shane Taylor needed a tag team partner, one individual within Ring of Honor, maybe even out, who are you picking? Because I, I know you're all too happy to take care of things yourself, but right. sometimes the situation, sometimes common sense plays into the situation.
1: Mm. I mean, if, 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 like I said, if we're doing the six-man, then obviously my guys Con and Moses are are, are going to be the guys that I choose to be right by my side um if, if Gary jester he beat I'm, you in a match what happened
0: Gary jester because he beat you in that match no, unauthorized
1: no, no 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 let's stop <laughs> let's stop right there Brian Johnson decided he wanted to insert himself into the match me and my guys left so there is no victory over me there is no victory over my guys they all beat Brian Johnson You'll have to address that with 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 Brian, but can they I get, did not beat.
0: can I get a grade on Ian Riccaboni's
1: elbow drop though? Listen, man, I feel like it, it, it's up there, solid A minus. You see what I'm saying? It was good that, that's not a wrestler. I feel like that's it's extremely well done. Extremely well done.
0: His reaction afterwards was
1: was pretty good. <laughs> that was fantastic. But the high point of the match, and I don't care what anybody says, Todd Sinclair's leapfrog. Yes. How'd and you feel? You- Sorry to cut you off. How'd you feel doing a show like that? That was so different and a lot of fun. I mean, uh, you, you like to be a part of things like that. I'm a fan of, um, giving guys that shine and, and being different and, and, and changing things up a bit here and there. Uh, you can't be too one note, you know what I mean, especially in, in today's world with so much media, so many options, so many things buying for people's attention. Uh, you have to be able to sort of give them some surprises here and there. So I felt like it, that was a great thing, you know, and uh, and looking forward to seeing more of those things, not necessarily on a regular basis, but just here and there, you know, just just giving people some 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 surprises and things that they didn't expect.
0: So, uh, sorry to cut you off about the tag team question, but we did kind of, it, it sent down sent us down a, a chain of events there that included uh, Gary Jester and Ian Riccoboni, you know, undefeated right. in Ring of Honor competition, well, Ring of Honor unauthorized competition. So, right. who, who do you think would be a good fit? I mean, I know that you're kind, I don't want to say past tag team wrestling because that's not like a, a a denigration being a tag team wrestler in ROH, but
1: who would you pick? Right. Uh, probably as 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 always, man. If I've got to pick one guy to go into a battle into a battle with, it, it'd be Ray Rowe, a, a a.k.a. Eric, of Viking Raiders fame, my yeah. trainer, godfather to my daughters. You know what I mean? If there's one guy that I'm gonna walk into a room with, going, "Hey, me me and you gotta fight this whole place." It, it'd be him. That would
0: be, uh, man. That's that'd be a fantastic team. So, as we wrap up, uh, of course, people can follow you on Twitter at Shane Two One Six Taylor. But I'll let the people know what else you're doing these days.
1: Oh man, you know, just running, just running my LLC, Shane Taylor Promotions LLC. It is actually a company which is fantastic. I I, I sort of try to live what I preach in that in that aspect. Uh, but of course you know there, there's always if you, a- anybody's in the merch buying mood head on over to ROHwrestling.com check out their pro shop uh, great shirts there for, for Shane Taylor promotions as well as many others ProWrestlingTees.com slash Taylor, all lowercase go ahead and check those out uh, and as always man it's just continuing to use my platform and my voice to bring about any change that I can not just in professional wrestling but in society, uh, and and continuing to try to live by example um, in preaching unity, growth, uh, and equality with my guys and throughout wrestling.
0: Shane Taylor, I want to thank you so much. It's always awesome having you on the show. Until next time, guys, we're out.
1: Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat